What is up, everyone? Sarah B here with you on another episode of The Sarah B Show. Woo-woo! That's right. Excited to be here today. Um, I'm sure you can tell by the amount of energy I have right now and just the sound of my voice <laughs> and my gusto, if you will, that uh, I'm a little, uh, little better than I was last week. Uh, John and I were exhausted <laughs> coming back from Hawaii. I think it took everything in us to come back that week and record a podcast. We definitely probably could have taken uh, another week off, but I didn't want to make you guys wait two weeks. Every week is a lot, but I feel like to be successful and maybe possibly one day like really make something of this, every week is necessary. I personally like have a very short attention span. Like I think it's very obvious by now. I definitely inherited some ADHD from my mother. Um, but I don't know. Like I feel like too many podcasts, or if it's too long, I lose interest so fast. That's why I like the shorter episodes. And maybe every other week would be a good thing. Let me know what you guys think. Would you prefer every other week, or would it matter to you that much? You have that idea of like if you did every other week that people would like forget about you or forget you exist. Every week it'd be like, okay, this day at this time, it's coming out now. That's what the professionals say to do. But who knows? Who knows what really works? But every other week would not be a bad thing. I don't know. I will contemplate this. We will see. But I digress, y'all. I'm feeling good today. I'm recording this on a Saturday. Um, Super fun. First weekend back after like a week of work, after vacation. Everything's good. Got back into my schedule good. Got over that sickness, which was awful. Oh, my goodness. That took forever, it seemed like. And it really knocked me out. But I had a good week getting back to the gym, um, eating healthy again, feeling good, getting back into the groove of all the things. And, uh, yeah, fall is right around the corner, my favorite time of the year. My favorite time of the year, I don't even just say, like, Halloween or, like, Christmas or literally September 1st through January 1st. Those that that's my just absolute favorite chunk of the year. Like, oh, Halloween's your favorite? Yes. Thanksgiving is your favorite? Yes. All of it is my favorite. That's just like the best time of the year. All the fall stuff and pumpkin stuff starts getting released. Dunkin' Donuts already has their PSLs out. Now, PSLs for all you non-basic bitches out there. Pumpkin spice latte. Get the lingo right. Okay. PSLs are out. Uh, Dunkin' has their little pumpkin muffins. Um, Their little pumpkin, what do they call them? munchkins that's it the little donut holes so good um and those you have to go like real early for because they sell out real fast oh my gosh the basic bitch of me is just coming out hard right now uh starbucks came out with a whole other line of like summer drinks and hasn't done their fall stuff yet i think the competition every year is just getting harder harder core like it's like every year like a week earlier a week earlier (laughs) and normally i'm kind of like bro like calm down back off like save the fall stuff till september like let's let's be ready for it don't don't push it but and and to say this is a statement because I am always ready for fall. It's my favorite. I have to like force myself not to do like all those places that are coming out that early. I, I try to force myself to wait till September first to decorate, bring out the boxes, all that. But I'm really ready for fall this year. Like I'm really ready. So it's very exciting. Uh, I you know what? Maybe I'll do an episode on fall stuff coming up. The basic bitch episode. I was gonna go into a whole tangent here, but I could have done a whole episode just ranting about fall. I just got off on the wrong leg because this is not what today's episode is about. Uh, today we're doing a little bit of a Q and A of ones that I've skipped over um, because I don't know. Like I've told you guys, I really wanted this podcast. Podcast. Hi, podcast, Squidward. I wanted this podcast to be kind of dirty and raunchy and crazy and off the wall like I am. And then I had a bunch of family and people close to me and peers and mentors listening. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. But you know what? I got to be me. People want this. I've had a lot of questions about this. 
In fact, I just like was trying to go through some of them and saw that I've missed so many of y'all's messages on my website, sarahbshow.com, by the way. Uh, you can send an email, voicemail message on there. And now I've seen that I've missed a ton of them. I'm like, not all of these came to me. So I need to go back and probably, I could probably do a whole other Q&A episode or two with all the questions I've missed. I'm so sorry for the ones I have missed. Uh, but either way, today we are going to get sexy. We are going to get raunchy. I'm going to answer some dirty questions. So this is my little not safe for work warning, which I do, you know, cuss on here and stuff. So you probably aren't blaring it anyway. It's also a family and friends warning. If you are related to me or my like teacher or a family member or whatever, like I'm letting you know right now, I'm going to be talking about sex today. I'm going to be talking about getting down and dirty. I'm going to talk about personal experiences. So if you do not want to hear this or you will be offended or grossed out or weirded out, mom, you included, please turn this off now. This is not your episode. I will give this warning every time. If you continue on and listen, don't ask me about it. Mom, don't message me and be like, oh, you little hussy or whatever. Also, that was a pretty accurate impression right now. Not like, oh, I warned you, you little hussy. That, that's much more you. So either way, you have been warned. Because uh, guess what, guys? Today, we are talking all about S-E-X. Wow. get down and dirty y'all before we get there i did find another message that excited me from travis what is up travis who uh wrote a little message really quick uh just listen to your episode when you talked about smoking your ribs try a pork butt and shoulder and do a pulled pork it's it's super easy and will definitely boost your confidence and learn at the same time email me i'll send you the way i do it which is always a hit for any get together okay travis um definitely hit me up and let me know your recipe or your methods for this uh, I definitely want to get more into barbecue. I, I told you guys this on like episode two or three or something. And I've kind of like weaned off. And one, I, again, am ADHD. I am like all over the place. So something that excites me will be new every week and I'll get back to it. But mostly it is that uh, I've been on like a health kick and losing weight. By the way, uh, my weigh-in this morning was I am down 18.6 pounds this year. So I, uh, I'm i so close to my goal weight. Uh, I think I'm like, I don't know. I guess 10 pounds, nine pounds away from my ultimate goal weight. And so I'm, I'm really excited about that. So obviously barbecue is not good on the waist <laughs> waistline. And not only that though, it's been like 109 to like 111 degrees in Texas, like every day for weeks, it's heat and emergency warnings every day. And, you know, they're literally sending you emails telling you the electric company to like turn your stuff down from 3 PM to 8 PM. And God, could you imagine if the air went out, all the animals would die. People would die. Like it, it's dangerous heat here. And like the last thing I want to be doing is firing up the grill and smoker and going and doing that. So I'm trying to give it a few weeks. Um, it looks like the next couple of weeks are like 105 to 109. And so I'm just, I'm praying. I'm like hoping and praying for that. Like one week where the temperature finally breaks and we can start going to a little bit of fall, even like a high of 90. Oh, it would be heavenly like 95, even like whatever. I just like, I want to barbecue and I want to ride my motorcycle. And these are two things I can't do right now. Even getting up to ride to work early in the morning at like 4am you wake up and I'm shitting you not. It is already 90 degrees here in Texas at 4am. It is ridiculous. So uh, please send me your pork butt information. I think that'll be the first thing I try uh, when I get back into barbecuing and all that stuff. I do want to do burnt ends as well. Um, there's a lot I really want to try and do on the grill. It's super fun. So we will get to that. And thank you, Travis. Now, let's talk about the dirty kind of meat, shall we? I promised you guys, let's do it. 
Okay. Um, do, do, do. Michael Horseman. I adore you, by the way. I um, At Lexenteria, I do a little Facebook Live every morning, Monday through Friday, to tell what we have going on the show. And he's one of my faves on there that comes on every morning. It's like my little family. It's super fun. Um, let's see. Since you say you are an open book, how does Jonathan feel about some of your pod or sorry, some of your past hookups and crazy antics? So how does my boyfriend feel about my past? Well, I know there's a lot of people that say you should never discuss your past uh, with your ex as far as like numbers and, you know, past experiences and this and that. But you know me, like you said, Michael, I am an open book. I it's not like I pry for information. I just I talk a lot. I talk a lot. I guess he's right. And um, I, I don't know. I like I like getting to know people. And I am an open book. I tell everybody everything. And sometimes um, I treat my boyfriend probably more like a roommate than a boyfriend. Like there's a lot of things I tell him and want to talk about him about like and tell him. And, you know, I just and I probably shouldn't is basically it. Like there's a lot of things I tell him thinking like, oh, why would you get mad about this? But like if he told me, I'd be like, why are you telling me this? Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. So there's been times where like things have come up and I get excited because I want to tell him about something I did in my past. And I'm like, Ooh, that might not set well. And I, and sometimes I have, and he gets weird about it and he just kind of gets quiet and doesn't really comment a lot on it until I'm just like, what's wrong. And he's like, well, how would you feel if I told you this about my past? And like, it's just kind of a weird thing because John and I started off as like basically friends with benefits, not even really, cause we didn't even like know each other. So we couldn't even really call ourselves friends, but we were kind of a friends with benefits thing just for fun and for months until we finally were like, Hey, let's hang out a little more. And we actually liked each other. And you know, the story goes on from there, but in the past, you know, I would tell, I would tell him these things or show him pictures or videos or whatever. And, uh, and he would think it was super hot. Kind of like uh, my social media game. D from Lex and Terry always says that I, I thirst trapped. And I was. Like, I had gotten off cruise ships. I had lost a bunch of weight. And I was, like, really feeling myself. So I lived alone in my own apartment. I was single. I mean, like, I was living. I cooked myself whatever I want every night. Had wine or cocktails. And, you know, I'd hula hoop all the time in my in my living room and, like, post videos of myself hula hooping and dancing and, like, just these sexy videos all the time. And John always liked them. And, and you know, when we were kind of dating and messing around and stuff, like, I always thought it was funny because I'd post sexy pictures or videos and he'd be, like, one of the first ones to watch them or like or comment or something. You know, that whole, like, fun cat and mouse peacocking kind of game. Same thing for Instagram. I would post, like, sexy selfies, this and that, which most guys call thirst traps. Whatever. I felt myself. It felt good. I was doing it. And then when I got with John, like, when we actually started being together, like, in a relationship, I remember there was one picture I posted <laughs> I should do it again to see if he says anything. This is like literally the first few months of us like actually in a relationship. I posted this throwback picture that I found of myself because I looked hot as F. Like my body was banging. I looked so good. So I had these teeny little like booty shorts on and I had no bra and I was doing a hand bra. And I took a selfie like that in the mirror and I looked so good. And I posted this picture like throwback Thursday, getting back to this body or something. And he got so upset. Oh, my God, he got upset. How would you feel if I posted this? I was like, well, it'd be interesting. <laughs> like, you can borrow my booty shorts, though. Like, I'd love that. Like, go for it, man. He's like, I'm just saying, like, how would you feel if I posted these? And I was like, well, this is the difference. Like, first of all, I'm not posting this to try to get a guy. Second of all, I've always posted this stuff back in the day when I was in a relationship, back before I even knew you, when I knew you and you were totally fine with it then, you know, you liked me and all these other cam girls and Instagram models. It was totally fine. But now that we're in a relationship, I can't post the things I've always posted. 
like this is me this is my brand I work in entertainment like this is what I do and it's always been this way it was anyway it was a pretty big argument and fight and uh I don't know. I don't really know if I, I did tone it down a little bit, like, and probably not the best idea, but I've kind of gotten back to myself a little. I will say too, like, obviously you get in a relationship, you get happy and the weight gain happens. I gained 30 pounds. <laughs> oh my God. I'm saying it out loud. 30 pounds with John. And I'm, um, I'm now, now that I've lost 20 this year and, you know, 10 last year, I'm, I'm actually lower like weight than I was when I met him, which was so exciting. But anyway, basically, I still post some stuff like that, and he doesn't really say anything. Whether or not it bothers him, I don't know now. Or if he's just kind of learned to deal with it or maybe trust me now that I'm not, like, doing it for any reason of trying to get another guy. I don't know. It's a weird point. But basically, I think he would be bothered by uh, my past situations and stuff if I talked about him a lot. So I've kind of, like, not really... There's times when we like drink and then like I'll think of something or something happens and I tell him because I've had alcohol and I think it's funny or cool or he would think like it was hot. But instead he just gets upset about it, which is understandable. It is. So I don't know. Um, to each their own, <laughs> I guess. I know I'm a lot and like my job is a lot and my past situations have been a lot. Uh, so it takes a strong person to date me. And so sometimes it's just better not talked about and discussed. Know what I'm saying? Uh, which brings me to the next question. This was an anonymous one. So, um, kind of goes with it, but we do not know the name on this one. Sorry. And that question was, do you talk numbers with your partner? What's your number basically? So number, um, for those of you not getting it is basically how many people that you've slept with. This is another thing that people say don't talk about with people. There's no reason for you to know. It was in the past. It was before you, blah, blah, blah. I think it's kind of important sometimes to know. I And this is not everyone, obviously, but it seems like a high majority, in my opinion. Um, it seems like if you haven't sowed your oats, as they say, or, you know, banged it out, gone on your rum springa, whatever. It seems like if you haven't gone out there and lived and banged around and tried everything you want to try, it kind of seems like later on in life, at least from my opinion of things I've seen in personal situations of knowing people, that you get there. Like, especially people that like have been with the same person forever, high school sweethearts or married young and had kids young and then they're with them forever. It always seems to fall apart later on in life because they never got to live. They never got to have these experiences. They never went through their quote unquote slut phase, as people say, which I hate to say that because like. I hate the double standard that guys can bang everyone and they're like a king and a hero and like there's the dude, you know, then girls do it and they're like, what a whore. Like it, it's bullshit. That's the worst double standard ever. It has changed some, but it's still there and it probably always will be. I don't know. We'll see. But basically, yeah, I don't know. That would worry me. It would worry me being with a guy or a girl that hadn't gone through that phase yet just because I would always have that worry in my head that they would want that later on in life. Now, not everyone is like that. Not everyone needs that. Not everyone wants that. Not everyone goes through that. Sometimes people can be with each other like that, and that's enough, and that's that. And speaking of that, I won't give exact numbers because I will say I know John's number. He does not know mine. Uh, to be fair, he's never asked mine, <laughs> but I also I also wouldn't really want to discuss it with him. And I know he's been with far less people than I have. And that kind of worries me a little bit. But I don't know. I went through my phase of like, I didn't want any feelings, especially, especially on cruise ships. You know, I did that for two years. And I had one boyfriend on there who, of course, ended up being engaged, Italians. <laughs> um, and so I learned fast, like, this this is stupid. And I, I learned from that point on getting my heart broken, like, my first like couple months on the ship to I don't want this ever again and for my relationship before that I was like why am I doing this again so I kind of like went through the whole like pretty woman thing like I didn't want to kiss you 
I don't want to get attached. I don't want to cuddle. I don't want to know anything about you other than like your name and basics. Like, <laughs> like I didn't want to know anything. I didn't want to get attached in any possible way to people. So I just had a lot of fun. And man, I, I really, I, I sewed my oats. I, I got it all out of my system. I had my fun. John is much more of a relationship guy. He um, has definitely gone from, I don't want to like say it as a negative thing, like relationship to relationship, but he's definitely like a long-term relationship guy. And he's had time in between them some uh, to just be alone and by himself or whatever, but he is not a fling guy. I'm sure he'd be fine with me telling you this. <laughs> we'll see. He never listens anyway, so he wouldn't know. But he's never had a one-night stand, like not ever, not once. And there's a part of me that is fearful for the future that he like never got to do that. But he also is not a guy that seems to want that or care for that, which is kind of cool too. You know, everybody's different. There's no shame to anyone. But he's just, we're so different in every way. We really are. But he he's very much a relationship guy. Loves the love. Loves the romance-ish. <laughs> no, you know. Uh, just likes getting to know somebody and, and get comfortable with them more than like a one night stand kind of thing. So, uh, which is weird. Most guys I've met have not been like that at all. So, <laughs> so yeah, we have not discussed numbers. Uh, I think if you want to talk numbers with your partner, it's fine, but make sure that you guys are both strong enough to handle it. If it's a very big gap, if you know what I'm saying, uh, don't, don't judge, don't shame, you know, don't be worried that they didn't do it and then leave because you think they're going to cheat on you one day or leave you one day to go do that. And also don't be like, oh, wow, they've been with way too many people because sometimes that's great. Like they know what they want at that point and they've been through it all. And and now if they want you, then consider yourself special. So that is what I think about that. All right. Got a couple more here. Uh, and the last two we have are anonymous, both of them. So we'll do this one first. Um, man, I... I Every episode, like, I feel like I want John here with me because so many of these would be great for us to answer together. Like, maybe we should do a separate podcast with uh, Teco and I. I don't know. We've talked about doing that before, and uh, we always have, like, stupid names for ourselves. Okay, I say we. I mean me. Uh, I always call us, like, Karma Macchiato because, uh, you know, he's brown and I'm white, and it's cute. And then also the one he came up with that I really love is Jalapeno Ranch. <laughs> anyway, everything is food and drinks with us. Uh, so this question is, how often do you have sex? Okay, well, I am in a relationship now. John and I have been together four and a half years, which is crazy. Uh, like I said, we did start as friends with benefits, and we had sex a lot. Oh, my gosh. Even, oh, my God, even the first year we were together. So when we started off, like, just seeing each other, he lived, oh, I was going to say where, but nobody knows these Texas cities probably. Uh, we lived about 30 to 45 minutes from each other. So it would be, like, kind of just, like, weekend things, like, once to twice a weekend. Um, and then when we actually started dating and like living near each other and together and stuff, like the first year was all the time. It was like every time we would hang out at least once, like, oh my God, we, we did it so much. And when we first started like actually living together, it was almost every night for the first like year. We did it so much. We did so many dirty, crazy things. Uh, there was one time, I feel like I need to give this warning again, like, please, if you're his parents or my parents, your family don't listen. Oh my God. Okay. But there was one time that uh, he wanted this this beer that a uh, brewery here came out with and it was like hard to find and rare. And there was one place I found that had it. And it was like this like kind of far away place I had to drive to. And they had like bars on the window, little like crappy, weird beer store. And I found it though. So I got it and he was coming over that afternoon after work. So I got his uh, beer that he'd been wanting to try for him. And I, uh, <laughs> when he got home, I answered the door completely naked and holding a beer for him. It was so it was so awesome. And then uh, he like took a drink of the beer and then we did other stuff. You know, I won't go into detail, but it was hot and it was awesome. But 
that was also four years ago. <laughs> Things change. And this was a big argument and a, a big like a big cause of a lot of fights and disagreements in our relationship because things did slow down about like a year, probably a year and a half into it, obviously. And I said to him, that is normal. That's why they call this the honeymoon phase. Things slow down, especially if you live together, you have lives together, you have different jobs, different schedules, uh, paying bills, like you have life and you learn to do that together and, and it puts a lot more stress on you. Whereas the first year is like just still getting to know each other. Everything's exciting and new and fun. And, and that's how it is. It is called the honeymoon phase. When I told him this, he said he had never heard of that. And I'm like, you're full of shit, dude. And he's like, no, every guy at my work, them and all their wives and long-term girlfriends all have sex so often. And I'm like, that is such bullshit. Like, they're lying. Like, I'm sorry. I get people have like, and I do get it now, especially people have phases. It's like a roller coaster, right? Like, uh, you know, for a couple months, things are really hot and heavy. And then for a couple months, it'll be like once a week if that, like, it's how it goes. It's life. It's different things that come at you, different phases, growing older. Like, that's it, how it is. Uh, but it was a very big transition for us from going from constantly to, like, not that often. We didn't have times where we'd go, like, once every two weeks. And it's kind of like that now. Like, we we do the roller coasters. I will say the last month or two has been pretty bum. It's been more often. And I say bomb and more often, like it could be like nothing for you guys, <laughs> but we've been having sex now, um, usually like twice a week, which is a lot for us. It really is, um, especially with our schedule differences. That's the main thing. His job, he has to be up for work at like 6 or 6.30 in the morning and he works 8 to 4. And so he gets home around 4.30, p.m. And I, as you guys know, I get up for work at 3.30 in the morning and... I have to be at work at 4.45, and I get off work around, like, 10 to 11 a.m., so I have the whole day off. So, obviously, like, I try to go to bed early, having to get up at 3.30 in the morning. He doesn't have to go to bed that early, getting up at 6, you know, so it's just, it's very different. Um, So, during the week is kind of, like, off limits, pretty much, just unless he goes to bed with me, kind of. And then we also have two birds that are just, like, running the house and going crazy and scream all the time. It's, it's, It's such a distraction. Uh, So there's that aspect. So weekends are kind of our go-to, right, you think? But then on weekends, we actually, like, have time to spend together and go do things. So we're usually, like, go, go, go. Like, go out all day, do stuff, you know, go out all night, have dinner, have drinks. And we do everything late. We're, like, late-night people. So by the time we get home, it's like you hit the pillow and you're just, like, out. Like, out. Like I said the other night, we were going to have sex and we fell asleep. Like, it sucks. So... Oh, I don't know. It's just hit or miss. Um, So I would say we kind of go from like once every two weeks to once a week to now, you know, once every couple nights. So it's 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 a roller coaster and it, it's good to try to have communication about it. Um, It sucks when a guy asks you or begs you all the time, like, what about sex? You know, because our fights all the time were he wanted more sex. And I was like, well, I want romance. You never give me flowers. You never take me on a date. You never do anything nice for me. Like, what's my motivation here like oh let me just open my legs for you baby like you know like girls like to be romanced I do and he's not a romance guy so it's 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 been a a big fighting point for us a lot so anywho went into a tangent there but great question and we have one more here the last one is uh what is one of your funniest sex moments while working on cruise ships funniest sex moments okay I uh, I did see this one earlier so I could think about it. And, and I will say there were many. <laughs> I still need to do an episode just on, like, cruise ship stuff. I could, like, literally make that a series of, like, many episodes. Oh, my God, I swear. Or do them about, like, Italy. 
Colombia, like whatever. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's see. Funniest sex moment. I'm going to leave names out of this too. Um, well, at least one name. Cause you guys could like go look and find this out pretty easily. Uh, but it was kind of funny. So, Oh dear. All right. Once again, family and friends or family and people that know me be warned. Here we go. This was on board the carnival miracle. And Oh my gosh. Okay. So we were at crew bar one night and on this ship specifically was super fun for me because I had a boy roommate. Now, the only time you can ever have a boy roommate is if it's like your husband or boyfriend and you guys have to sign a paper, they have to approve it and you can move in with each other. That's how that works. Otherwise it's only girls and guys together. Like all girls are all guys, like no co-ed roommates. Well, my BFF on my uh, fun squad was named Edward and he is awesome and we love each other and we were like, we want to live together. Like, let's see if they'll let this happen. So we went to the HR people and they agreed to it. And I don't know why. <laughs> like, again, we it's almost like we tried so hard so often to, like, just see what we could get away with. So I got to have a boy roommate who was not my boyfriend and it was so awesome. And, you know, we... We agreed to so much because he like was he wanted bottom bunk. I said, I don't mind taking top bunk as long as we can live together because I can tolerate you. Like, I don't care. Like, it was just perfect. And he was just the best roommate. My God, it just worked out so perfectly. Uh, it was so fun living with him. So anyway, one night we were in crew bar, which on cruise ships, crew members have their own bar down on like deck zero is usually where it's at. And uh, depending on the ship and whatnot. And basically like you have every bit of alcohol you can imagine down there. And it is so dirt cheap. Like you could literally get like what Glenn, Glenn Levitt's or whatever, or McKellen's like all these like really good bourbons and whiskeys and scotches would be like $2 for a pour. Like it was freaking awesome. All drinks would literally be between like one and $3. Like, Oh my God, crew would just get lit down there and it was open till like 2 a.m. It was just a shit show. It was so fun. So anyway, uh, we were all in crew bar uh, and everybody kind of has like their departments and people sat at different table and it was like a crazy night. And there was one guy who was an engineer, um, an Italian, of course, most Italian or most engineers and deck officers, which are the ones that work on the bridge and steer the ship and then the other ones that are working down below. They're all Italian. Now the deck officers and the bridge people those would be like the more sophisticated Italians. They would dress a little nicer and be more like suave and clean cut. Whereas the engineers were like a lot more like dirty and rugged and like beards and like just like men men, you know, like <laughs> the deck officers had like the the smooth palms where the engineers would have the rough palms kind of thing. You know, I don't know. That's kind of how I did it. And they were like more raunchy and like in your face, like definitely more my cup of tea. <laughs> so anyway, there was this one engineer and I'll say his name because every Italian is named like the same three names. Like I've said before, his name was Giovanni and he was so good looking. My God, like, you know, kind of like wavy, like messy hair and like the beard and like, just, just like a freaking male, male model. Like I swear to God, just so hot and also very dirty. Like he was super hot, but also you knew he had been with like everyone. Like if you didn't use a condom with this guy, you were definitely getting an STD, like disgusting, but hot. Oh my God. Hot. So, um, we had never hooked up, but like we had like seen each other and flirted like a lot, like throughout months. And that night it was just like, it was the night. I can't remember details of how it happened or anything, but we were in there and it just like decided like it's on. So we left crew bar and we went to his cabin which is on the same level. And, you know, Italians always have, like, nicer rooms, especially depending on, like, your ranking. And he had a porthole in his room, which was really cool. Uh, like, a, like, window that you could, like, actually sit in and look outside at the ocean. It was, like, right at water level. It was pretty rad. So we went in there, and we were going to have sex. And then I was like, we have to use a condom. Like, we have to. 
<laughs> like, at least I'm smart. And there was he didn't have any condoms, and I didn't have any condoms. So we went to the uh, medical center, which was also there on deck zero. And at the medical center on the outside, even if it's closed, they would just have like a big bin there of condoms all the time. Safe sex on cruise ships. It happens constantly, and they try to promote it. Um, and so there was a big bin of condoms there, and he went there to get one, and there were no effing condoms and we're like are you kidding me and I'm like we're like ready like we are wanting it it's that decision in every movie that you see that you're like should we use saran wrap or whatever and then the girl always gets pregnant or in this case it'd be like definitely like freaking herpes or chlamydia or some shit (laughs) like disgusting so like we had none so I was like emergency so I called we had ship phones I called my roomie Edward who was in crew bar and I was like I need a condom do you have any and he's like yeah I have some in the cabin so he went to his cabin or our cabin and I told him the room number, and he came, and he knocked, and then he's like, condom delivery service. And <laughs> he freaking delivered a condom. And then, like, and I was like, do you want to see something hot? And he's like, what? And then I opened the door all the way, and Giovanni was there in his teeny little Italian underwear. And my roomie was like, oh, my God. Like, jaw drop. Like, Jesus. I was like, there's your reward for bringing my condom. And he, it was so funny. And then we did the deed. And uh, long story short, I will say it was it was great. Uh, and <laughs> at one point we were doing it in the porthole. So like I was like actually like laying back in the porthole and then I was like bending over like in my face and hands and arms were in the porthole. And we, we definitely utilized every part of that room, including the porthole many times. So wonderful. No STDs, safe sex. Use it use a condom like be safe people it was great so the next day the next morning uh the whole entertainment staff or fun squad gathered with our uh you know cruise director which the cruise director is like the leader of all the fun squad all the entertainment group we all gathered at the coffee shop he bought us all coffee and we were talking about like what we were fixing to do with our day and where we we're all going to be stationed and whatnot and uh my friend a girl on the squad i will not say her name <laughs> she had hurt knees she had rug burn on her knees and I'm like what happened and she had hooked up with I can't remember was the Italian or this Bosnian guy the night before and ended up with her sexual adventures getting rug burn on her knees and I was freaking dying and then Edward and I started talking to her and everyone about like my night with the condom delivery service on the fort hole so our cruise director was dying and so the whole like week or so we got the nicknames porthole and rug burn so that was a very funny moment um for me (laughs) working on cruise ships that's just one of like so many crazy things that happen which is why i said i could do like a literal whole series on like cruise ships i've already thought of the name and everything so maybe i'll do that fun little series so anyway there you have it funny cruise ship sex story All right, everyone. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I uh, had fun getting a little dirty with you guys. I didn't go too much into detail, but it was a fun uh, dip the toes in the water kind of story. I will uh, probably do more of this. When I do this, I get so many questions about other things. You know, I I don't mind talking about this. It it was really fun. I want to do it more. Uh, I will always answer sex questions. So if you guys want to send me anything, um, let me know if you want it to be anonymous or use your real name, whatever the case may be. You can send me an email. You can also go to Sarah B show. That's S-A-R-A-H-B com. There's a place on there where you can actually leave a voicemail if you want it played on the uh, podcast. That would be awesome. Or you can send an email, a message, and I promise you I'm going to try to keep up with these better. I realize now that they are not all emailing to me like they were supposed to or I thought they were supposed to. So I will definitely go check on there and be more vigilant about this. 
Um, so yeah, definitely do that. Um, once again, you can also follow me on Instagram and uh, Twitter or X now as it's called, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Um, S. Beth Morgan or at Sarah B. Morgan is the way. Or once again, just go to SarahBShow.com and it has all of that listed there. Just so easy, all in one place. All the past episodes and everything like that. Um, I put out there as well. And once again, if you guys want to hear me talk about anything specific, have any guests that you would like to see me get on, I have a few in mind that I've been talking to and working on to get on soon. So that should be very fun. I uh, got a fall episode in the works now again. Um, some more barbecue action. A lot of fun stuff going on. So, anywho, this was very fun today. Uh, feeling sexy. Now ready to go home and get all dolled up and go out my boo thing tonight for some wine and pizza as we do. God, pizza is just the best, right? It really is. So, all right, now I'm hungry and I'm going to go. So thank you guys again and girls and all of you for listening. You guys are amazing. I appreciate each and every one of you. I really genuinely do. And I love you all. And I just uh, hope you have a great week. Thanks again for listening to The Sarah B Show. Until next time. Mwah.